This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld podcast friday <laughs> hell fucking yeah i am it's so funny this is the first week in a long time that we only have one show to talk about on a thursday because there's no family karma anymore i know it it always gets me nervous like when i'm watching mm-hmm. that i'm missing something because i'm like okay wait yeah we're only i was going through my schedule i was going through tv i was like wait no it's only beverly hills i gotta make sure <laughs> it's like um like if we really like we could talk about like gossip yeah, girl or something if we really want but i think for today beverly hills has given us enough material for sure i i feel like so they took a week off okay yeah. and obviously like this season has been exciting that like every episode i feel like is bringing us you know conversation topics but even taking one week off i kind of was like oh like where were where did we leave off what happened and then i'm like Oh, we're at La Quinta and Erica just told that story about the accident. That feels like it happened a long time ago, but these ladies are, it's only 12 hours later for them. And I'm like, oh damn, we've got a lot of aftermath to get through. Yeah. And just to be clear, I got to say this before we talk about the drama, how much would it cost to just stay in Kyle's house for like a day? All I want to do okay. is go to that house. Oh my God. The house just looks, it's not even like, uh-huh. I mean, of course it's a nice fancy house, but it's not even like, oh, it's so like everything is so luxurious. It just looks nice and like comfortable. Yes. It's like a a beautiful open floor plan home in like a cozy, like serene area. And I'm like, oh my God, that looks like a dream, literally a dream, but it was not a dream for everyone. (laughs) Well, you know, you could probably, maybe instead of Kyle's, you could stay at Erica's house next door. I don't know where it is. Yeah. If only she knew the address. This, okay. So we obviously, Erica divulged a lot of new information at dinner the night before. And the ladies are sort of dealing with that, um, new information and the next day the new information just keeps coming i feel like they don't even have time to process it before erica's talking about not knowing about having this house that she's never even been to and it's like wait uh, there's another thing that we're hearing about for the first time it was it very much seemed like woe is me almost like she was like well i I don't even know. I don't know. I don't even know where my house is. Oh, he sold it. I, I didn't even know. Like, you know what I mean? Very much like I don't know anything. And it would be it wouldn't be so crazy if she ever mentioned this house prior. But like, you're still aware you have the house like it's 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 in your name. She's claiming she doesn't know. But like she, they even showed it like a um 
a scene earlier where she was like saying she has all these houses. But so now it's getting to the point where like I, who I'm an Erica fan, don't know what to believe. And now I'm like, girlfriend, you don't even have me like 100 percent anymore. Well, she also I mean, we're going to be talking mostly about Erica. So later in the episode, she's talking about how she didn't know how to go to the bank until a few months ago. And, you know, she's never had a debit card or checkbook or whatever. And it's like Erica was not Mrs. Girardi when she was like 19 years old. Like she lived a life like this was I mean, everybody was saying this on, you know, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Like she worked at a bar she lived in new york she was a single mom like i don't understand it's one thing to say like i didn't know all of tom's financial stuff because that i totally believe was kept at least partially away from her but for her to say like i didn't know how to use a bank it's like yeah like because she could have said i haven't been to a." it was so easy for her to say i haven't (laughs) been to a bank in 20 years but before that, when you were 20, those 20 years, like you, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah. I get it. It's relearning something and the whole debit card uh, thing makes sense. But like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's so now there's so much information, but at the same time, such a lack of information that it's so confusing. Right. It's like, we're getting, we're getting all of these breadcrumbs. And like some of them are fresh and seem, you know, correct. And some of them are like moldy and some of them you can't tell. Like there are breadcrumbs that should be dumped in the garbage, but like we have to sift through them first. Yeah. So now the newest thing also is that they all wake up and see these articles, which do do they wake up literally because it's happening, I guess, at that moment. And they just like Google Tom, like, like what's going on now? So (laughs) now he's like was in the hospital. So now they're all like, is he or was he? Is he in the hospital or was he in the hospital? So now he apparently was in the hospital. He's not currently in the hospital. But then why is that in the news? Like, why is that relevant? There's a hearing happening in Chicago and Erica's, you know, checking for the transcript of that, even though she didn't have to go. Like there are clearly, and even from trying to keep up in real time, there are, a lot of different pieces of the puzzle, but it's interesting. Clearly, clearly production wants them to be looking up, you know, finding these articles and talking about them on the show. So it's interesting to see kind of what I almost, I'm picturing it like on, um, on love Island, but then I've got a text and I'm (laughs) I'm picturing like (laughs) the producers, like sending them a new article to discuss every day. And it's like, I got it. Tyra mail. (laughs) Oh my God. I love, or like on the bachelor, like I got a date card and they like open it up and read it to like the room. And it's like, okay, for today's date, Tom Girardi is (laughs) slash was in the hospital. And then you spend the rest of the day trying to like figure it out. Oh my God. Yeah. I just don't know. I, I do. I love the arrival of Garcelle in the hazmat suit. I think that is like such a fun, it's like a fun, silly moment. And I love that Garcelle is kind of like leaning into just like being a housewife and kind of all the like nonsense that comes along with it. Like I, it seems like she's, you know, 
having more fun with the group this year versus like last year, she kind of was just feeling her way in. Wait, also when she was listing all of her siblings last night and she forgot one of them and couldn't figure and couldn't remember which one she forgot. And she's like, oh my God, my sister, Carol, love you, Carol. Cause she's like the Carol, (laughs) poor Carol. Yeah. It is funny. Like as, as one of two siblings, like I definitely can't relate to that, but it's it's so funny to think about. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want with tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences Every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. When talking about shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at Honey honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Okay, also, we have to have a Kathy moment in this episode because we obviously split up into what I don't know are called excursions on this trip. Like half them go ride bikes to get coffee after they just had coffee and then the other three go hiking, which, oh my God, I wish I was there. I just need to go on this trip next time. But Kathy calls and just requests um, straws and chia seeds. And I don't understand this, how this woman gets funnier each week. She calls Kyle and she's like, hey, Kyle, do you have any straws? And Kyle even is shocked every time Kathy asks a question. She's like, how do you come up with this? (laughs) Well, it's funny because Kyle's like, okay, yeah, 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 I can get you straws. And Kathy's like, and chia seeds. And Kyle's like, I cannot get you chia seeds. And And she pushes back. She's like, but she's like, Kyle, I need them. (laughs) For her shake. For her shake. If you're going to stay at someone's house and you need 
something as specific as chia seeds like that you have to bring yourself so what's funny is anytime anyone makes a complaint like erica or just vents whatever they always compare it to kathy because kathy really has lived like that her whole life and she and that's why all the girls are even like is she used to people waiting like is she used to this life and she Kyle's like, yes, like she's never had to. Yes, she is self-sufficient. She can like do things. But like she if she wants something, she's used to like asking and it arriving. So it was so funny to see that, that she like actually asked Kyle because Kyle was the owner of the home if she has the things that she needed. But she's so pleasant about it. So it's okay, Right. I think Kathy is like it for her. It's not in like a helpless kind of way. It's just in like a she's used to luxury type of way. Like, aren't we all? I, right i'm like yes i'm also used to you should uh, you should ask somebody... your roommate later and be like hey do you like but like call from your room and be like can you bring me chia seeds and just like Text see him. what happens <laughs> i need a straw <laughs> i need a straw i don't know what to do without a straw. i do no. have i have i have metal straws in my kitchen so i would be good to go okay on my list of relating to kathy hilton in certain situations i too am always asking for a straw like i just love straws okay not plastic don't come for me but like i love I do, straws i do enjoy a straw i'm not like a straw snob i would say but like i do I enjoy a straw. It's like when you're out to dinner and you have a cocktail, I shouldn't have to ask first. I want a straw in my drink. Like, I don't want to touch the glass. Like, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's, it is, it, that's interesting. I, I like that some places, <laughs> like, they have, like, straws on the bar, but they don't, like, get, like, you have to ask for it. And that late, is kind of weird to me. Yeah. And lately, when you go to places who are against plastic and they just have the paper straws, that's totally fine. But the places that you go and you're like, do you have a straw? And they're like, no. I'm like, what do you, you don't have straws? Okay. I will say, I think paper straws get a lot of hate, but I think it's important to note that there are levels because there are the paper straws that are kind of like the thick, sturdy cardboard type of thing. And those work, you know, like if I'm having, you know, an iced coffee or a cocktail, like I'm going to drink it fast enough that that straw will not deteriorate. But it's those like flimsy ones that actually feel like they're just kind of like cardstock paper. Like, and they end up floating in your Diet Coke. (laughs) Right. They're literally like bent in half by the time I finish my like small iced latte. Like, that's not going to work for me. (laughs) Yeah. Listen up, ladies. (laughs) All right. So, Kathy, so long story short, because we we spiraled, Kathy got her straws and then stepped over them and drank her shake without the straws. They slid the straws under the door and then she didn't even see them. Like that is. Oh, I must uh, have stepped on it. them. That's what. <laughs> I will say like this, as far as these um, like pandemic housewives trips have gone, I feel like this is the one that feels the most like a trip that I would want to be on. Yeah. Like they're staying at this lovely house, you know, they're riding their motorized bikes. They're playing croquet. They're hiking. They're shopping. Like this seems like a really like lovely time yeah the thing about croquet is like i get it they want like i i do get it they wanted to get out of the house go with it but like why you didn't you didn't have to do that you didn't have to bring the croquet with you you could have just like set up shop had a picnic like continued to go to the stores like the croquet just seemed very forced none of them were interested none of them have ever played except for Sutton, of course but like i don't know it just felt very like unnecessary to me i had a croquet set growing up you did how are you at it yeah um, 
I mean, I I wouldn't know currently, but I think it probably was not that great. I'm not hating on the game of croquet. I'm saying like these, like they're, why didn't, why couldn't they just like stay at that? Like there were so many other things I could have thought of for them that other than to schlep the croquet ca- set with them and then have Kathy meet That's them true. and then sit in a circle and talk. Like they just could have skipped that and sat in the circle and talked, you know? That's true. But so much, much more interesting was the dinner at Erica's casita, which I'm curious, like, is production paying for that? Because, like, I feel like she totally could have had, like, oh, my God, a normal I know. hotel room. But also she could have stayed at Kyle's and not paid for anything because she's yeah, like, I don't going know, through I don't it. know the, like, bedroom situation at Kyle's. Like, I'm assuming it's not big enough for all of them to stay there. Wow. So, like, I'm guessing production is paying for some of them to stay at a hotel. But then, like, why isn't Erica in, like, a normal queen room? <laughs> yeah, that it. She was saying, like, in her room looked like the continental breakfast room, like, when you go to a hotel. And it was just very large and not <laughs> So this dinner is this dinner is where Erica's talking about not ever going to the bank. And I love that we are getting little... I love when Sutton will drop little tidbits of information that just, like, reveal how rich she is and how like massive her divorce was and she's talking about how you know when you're going through a divorce like this forensics is where it really counts you know they find that deep money that Cayman Islands money and like I just to hear her speak like that it just gets me going I'm like say more but also like I love that she's always She's always vague about it because she's like definitely not allowed to talk about like no. the details, but just like the way she alludes to it is like so tantalizing. Because she clearly not, this is divorce is one thing, but on this level of that they are on is another. And like, there's only a handful of people who go through what they're going through on a daily basis. So it's like Sutton knows what she's talking about when when talking about Erica's divorce, because there's money there. I think there's a lot more in Sutton's court, but well, not, I think I I know there's a lot more in Sutton's court. Like she was like, I found out, like I own two minor league baseball teams. I was like, damn girl, keep digging in those forensics. Like what else could you find? It is, it is interesting to think about though. Like you're saying Sutton has a lot more money actually to see these women start to realize that like, Oh, I don't think there is any money there. Like, this whole lifestyle has been a lie basically that Tom, you know, was scamming for. And it's interesting because we've seen Sutton, I think in the last few episodes actually be really, um, you know, supportive and understanding toward Erica, because I think she sees her as, you know, another, you know, kind of rich housewife who maybe her husband like screwed her over but we're now starting to see the transition to where I think Sutton is going to be more like, oh no, you might be kind of a villain in this. And I'm excited to see Sutton go on that journey just because I, I think it's going to be really interesting to unfold. And we see in the preview for next yeah, week, I was that they're like, say, yeah, getting the, seeing those reports that Erica like was possibly complicit or knew more than she was letting on. And so like, it is really fascinating. Obviously, whatever Erica is saying is a whole thing to unpack on its own. But watching the rest of the cast kind of wrestle with all the information that they're receiving and sort of how they're going to move forward with her. And Garcelle, this episode, obviously, is 
you know, in a really interesting position where she is asking a lot of questions, getting a lot of information. And then in the end, Erica just completely lashes out at her and like uses it against her, really. I literally wrote in my notes, I was like, Garcelle asking all the questions because like she's not afraid to ask. And Garcelle, I feel like doesn't have a malicious like factor like she's not doing it for that she really is asking because she's like as a friend wanting to get the information out from erica that erica's holding in splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage i'm reaching for again and again when i'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful i believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. We just have to talk about this explosion because so much happened that I feel like I, you know how Kyle, when those things happen, like her jaws always like drop. Like she always is like, yeah. like I felt like that for once. I really was like, I the- was a ping pong match, like looking back and forth of both of them, like Garcelle and Erica arguing. I was like, oh my God, this is like went from zero to 100. But I, I, ha- I do have lots of thoughts on it. I really do. That screenshot that I posted on Instagram where it's um, Kyle with like her jaw on the floor and (laughs) Garcelle's face is just like, are you fucking kidding me? Because, okay, so they're on this hike. It's Garcelle, Crystal and Erica. And, you know, Garcelle's asking a bunch of questions. Erica is, you know, giving a lot of information, talking about Tom's cognitive decline, especially which has become now a big, um, you know, plot point for her in the last couple of weeks. And then when they're walking back, Erica drops this bombshell that Tom calls her every day and she never picks up the phone. She's asked his, you know, the attorneys to stop him from calling her, all of this stuff. She made a good and, point, though, when she was like, because if they ask when was the last time you talked to him, right. she's like, it needs to be that day. So right. I, you can't be like, yeah. oh, I think we talked on the phone a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no. But then they get back to the house. And I will say it felt like. Yes, Garcelle was asking questions, but Erica really was offering up that information. Like, it didn't feel like Garcelle was trying to trick her into s- spilling any secrets not or anything tr- like that. Not like, tricking it felt her. more. 
it felt more like Garcelle was curious and Erica was willing to tell her versus Garcelle like getting that information out of her. Yeah, totally. But I do feel like there was like one or two questions that like Garcelle didn't need to ask like about the mo- like, but I get it. She was like, did you know? Is that why you're divorced? I get those. But there was one like about the money where I was like, you don't that's not ne- like you don't need to ask that. But yeah, I but there was one piece of information that nobody knew and that I'm wondering why Crystal didn't say anything. So fast forward, Crystal was like, when you you weren't in the car when Erica was like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Why did Crystal wait until like the end of the conversation to say that? I know it was like a heated debate, but at the same time, she could have been like, Garcelle, like Erica doesn't want to talk about it. Like she knew that information and Garcelle didn't. Yeah, I I mean, the whole Erica blowing up at Garcelle, like, I just don't think we've seen Erica do this before in the past with like other people on the show. And I just don't, I know Erica is like going through it or whatever, but like, it so didn't feel like Garcelle was doing that to be right. Shady. So Garcelle brought up in front of everyone that like, she's like, well, Erica said today that Tom calls her all the time, which, okay. <laughs> I... didn't find that necessary. Like I said, I don't think she was doing it to be dirty at all, but I also didn't think that was her information to share. And it's like one of those situations where the entire internet was like, save Garcelle. Yeah. Garcelle didn't do anything wrong, but she didn't need to bring that up in front of the whole group. Like I actually didn't think that was necessary, but Erica did flip out in a way that was like something else triggered her. Like, I guess she's going through a lot right now with like trust, trusting anyone. So she did say, you're like, you're, I don't like, you're going against me right now. Like we talked in confidence, like it was a nice talk, whatever. So I understood that entire like conversation. But then when she gets like threatening, almost like Erica's like, don't you do that again? Like that's the kind type of Erica where I'm like, okay, like chill out. You don't need to like yell and be right. like and evil. When she's like, when she's like, you, you got it out of me once. Like you just yeah. don't do it. Twi- don't do it. Twi- and Garcelle it's like, was like, okay, okay. I yeah. I think. Right. It's like, it would, if Erica was like, please don't share that. And Garcelle was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then she's like, okay. But it's like, you just had that conversation on camera, first of all. Yes, I know. Which is a whole thing when she's like, that was a private moment. Like, that, the camera thing is a whole other issue. But even so, it's like, gar- like I don't know. It just seems like she really is, yeah, she's like triggered by something and has decided that in this moment, Garcelle yeah. is like the most evil person for saying this. And it's like, Garcelle is not your enemy here. yeah. But it is the type of thing where this is almost like a real situation where you tell your friend something and then you shouldn't have to tell them, don't tell anyone like it's and then they go to like the living room where all your friends are. And they're like, Barry just told me that that's not like that's exactly what happened. And like, I would be pissed, too, if that was me in Erica's situation. But I wouldn't react. That's the difference. I wouldn't react the way Erica did towards Garcelle. So like. That's where I feel like there's something else. And I feel like we know the something else, too. I feel like it's everything she's bottled up and knows. And it w- and Garcelle was her punching bag at that moment. But it was awkward as fuck. I was like, 
Uh, what yeah. do you, where do you go from there? Garcelle's like, noted. Garcelle literally was like, noted, won't say anything ever again. <laughs> yeah. I also have to wonder, like, Erica, at this point, you would almost think it's like, why did you come on this trip? But yeah. then you think about the fact that she needs her housewife's paycheck more than ever. And so it's like, there's this juxtaposition of like, you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't be here right now. Not even from like a more morally questionable, whatever you think about her. It's like from like a, an emotional stability moment. Like maybe a housewife's trip isn't the best thing for you right now. Like Sutton on the first trip. Right. Or like, you know, like Heather Thompson chose to stop filming after that Hamptons trip. Cause she was like, this is bullshit. Whereas like Erica, because of her financial situation, doesn't really have that option. So it seems like literally for the last, you know, four episodes now, every single week, we've ended up in this situation where she's like really emotional, you know, basically on the hot seat. She's now like on the hot seat every single week. And it's, you know, she's like choosing what to say. And like, it just feels like there's no kind of way out of this for her, obviously legally, there might not be, but like, even on the show, like there's no way to just like go back to having like a normal housewives conversation when Erica's like having a meltdown in the corner over her legal stuff. Exactly. And it's when you're on a girl's trip, you know, there was a point in, in this episode where if I were Erica, I would be like to everyone, this is even before the, her and Garcelle's fight. I would be like, can we not talk about me for like an hour? Cause it is becoming the conversation of like all of them. And I would be like uncomfortable, but I would be like, I get it. We need to talk about it. You guys want to know what's going on in my life. But for like one hour, yeah. can we talk about like something else? You're, that's not me. You're right though. Like when they are, when they were doing the croquet and they were saying like, this is a fun thing to like take Erica's yeah. mind off of stuff. And it's like, okay, so you played croquet for five minutes, but at every time you've had a meal or the entire group has been together, you've literally just been talking about Erica. Yeah. So like, if you actually want to take her mind off of it, maybe then for like the rest of the weekend, you shouldn't be talking about right. Tom. So that's why also like during the argument, I was like, she maybe also hit a point where she was like, I'm done. Like, I, I can't talk about this anymore. I'm not making excuses for her. I'm just like seeing kind no, but of like I, both sides. I do... Aside from some outside thing causing her to have that breakdown, like I do think you're right that if you were in a situation like that and you were on this like, you know, three or four day trip and every day was just like, okay, so now we're going to do more of this. Like, okay, so question though. So I know these women obviously are not dumb and they've been on the show for years and they're used to cameras. But in that scene where they were on the top of the mountain, just sitting, chilling, talking, whatever. Do you ever think for a second that they do like, quote unquote, forget that there's cameras there and they're kind of just like in a raw moment, like having conversation with friends? You know what I mean? I don't think you forget the cameras are there. I think there's like, (laughs) No, like, I think there is a certain level of feeling comfortable yeah. and, like, letting letting your walls down mm-hmm. where you're not necessarily, like, actively thinking yes. about. Okay, so there's a cameraman right there. And in that situation, like, I don't know if they were doing, you know, if there was somebody, like, standing really close or whatever. But, like, I would think with 
in somebody like Erica's position, she would be hyper aware of what she's saying on camera and, you know, how she's framing things. And that's why it almost feels surprising that we're getting kind of so many differing stories and narratives and reactions and responses from her. Cause it's like, get, don't you want to like get your story straight? I don't know. Yeah. Someone posted today. They're like, Oh my God, Erica literally like she cannot, this is literally a web. Like this is why it's called a web of lies because she truly just doesn't know where she is in them right now. And it is awkward. (sighs) Poor girl. Well, well, literally. And (laughs) And that's that's where we that's where we leave off. We'll see have what happens behind that weekend. door. <laughs> yeah. have, have a fab weekend. In the meantime, <laughs> don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches and just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.